ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Glad to be back with you on this Thursday, October 20th. The Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We've got a fun show planned for you because anytime I can get Christian Spears to uh, take about 15, 20, 30 minutes out of his schedule, and I've glanced over his shoulder sometimes to see how busy the calendar really is. So I've got some of his time today. He's coming in the studio here in the next few minutes. We're going to talk to him. Yesterday, there was a State of the Herd event. It's a press conference, and uh, I got this huge handout. Lots of things that have happened since Christian Spears became the athletic director, a lot of things that are positive for Marshall Athletics, and we got past item number two. We talked about the swimming and diving, being in the Missouri Valley Conference and men's track and field being approved. So that was from the Board of Governors meeting. We talked about baseball park and what was happening there. Joe Carbone was uh, announced. He's going to be an advisor in both the hiring of a new baseball coach and design the construction of the stadium. We talked about that. And that's how far we got. There's so many other things that we could talk about with Mr. Spears. So he's coming in here in the next few minutes, and we're going to try to get through everything that we possibly can because there's a lot more going on than just baseball and just track and field, Missouri Valley Conference, of course, swimming and diving. So those those were probably the the only things that we really got a chance to talk to him yesterday about. And if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, I've got it posted now. If you follow me on social media, the best place is Twitter, at Paul Swan. I've got it posted to our SoundCloud account. It's about 30 minutes of mostly baseball, mostly track and field. So – Lots of other areas to talk about, and we're going to get into that with the athletic director here in the next few minutes. I'll try to get your text in. The text line is 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. So I'll try to get as many as I can during the time we have and try not to at the same time. I don't want to get too far off track. I don't want to spend 30 minutes on baseball and not get through some of this other stuff. But I will try to get everything I possibly can in here in the next 45 minutes or so as uh, I think we've got him at least for 15, 30 minutes. Uh, he usually sticks around the entire show. So you know, we'll find out what our timetable looks like here. But that's what's coming up in the next few minutes. Uh, let me get through some other things real quick. There are a lot of items to talk about, and I'm, I'm not going to try to blow past them, but at the same time I want to get them in now. So first up, Sunbelt sent out a presser today. This was a really interesting presser or press release. 22 Sunbelt football student-athletes combined to earn 42 midseason All-American nods. This is halfway through the 2022 campaign. And non-autonomy conferences garnered 22 first-team All-American nods across the eight midseason list. And the Sunbelt ahead of them all. Nine of those honors. That's ahead of the American, which has eight. Mountain West, four. And the MAC, one. So, Athlon Sports, third team cornerback. Pro Football Focus, second team cornerback. That's Stephen Gilmore on those. Kalen Laburn, third team running back for um, Pro Football News. Pretty cool. So, that list went out today. Marshall, of course, part of the 
you know, the representation there of, of all these accolades. And uh, that's good news. Sunbelt is really the best Right now, I don't think you can make an argument for any of the other leagues. This is the best non-autonomy conference in football right now. Staying with football for just a moment, uh, I saw where Marshall's going to wear the Stormtrooper outfits on Saturday, so going to James Madison. And the all-whites, the Stormtroopers, will be on parade. I guess if you go with the all-blacks, those are the Darth Vaders. So we got to call those the Vaders, and these are the Stormtroopers. I would like to see a little mix. You know, imagine, imagine that um, you get that black helmet, and maybe the green top, black pants, or maybe green pants, a black top, maybe that would look sharp. They're not going to take color coordination from me, but I'm just going to throw that out there. Also, uh, we got the word today that. Uh, Marshall University women's cross-country senior Abby Herring, named to the Sunbelt Women's Runner of the Week honor. That's pretty big news because, again, the announcement yesterday, men's track and field approved for 2022-23 championship participation in the Sunbelt. So there's some big items there. Uh, women's soccer will take on Coastal Carolina. That is tonight, 7 o'clock. Marshall is one point ahead of Coastal Carolina. Hurd is fifth in the Sun Belt East. So you got three matches remaining before the conference tournament, and you want to try to qualify for the tournament. It's 10 teams, so this is an important one. You want to try to get as many points as you possibly can. So uh, that's kind of an overview of some of the things that are happening with Marshall, and that, of course, uh, separate from everything that happened yesterday with baseball, swimming and diving, track and field. we got a busy night in sports, of course. NFL will have the game for you after the Coach Huff show. It'll be New Orleans taking on Arizona. Uh, it's going to kick off about 8.15. We go on the air immediately following Coach Huff, and that'll be at 8 o'clock. And also, we've got baseball action tonight on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. As uh, the American League Game 2 from Minute Maid Park will feature the Yankees and the Astros. And again, that's going on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 13.40. And just, just one more note uh, before I forget, Marshall University's volleyball team is uh, on the road traveling to Boone, North Carolina. Got a, a pair of matches this weekend against App State. Marshall needing a win in the Sun Belt 1-7 right now. And App leads the all-time series 12-24-1. So this predates the Sun Belt. Last time these two teams met, August 25th, 2006. It's been a while since Marshall and App State faced off in volleyball. Back in those Southern Conference days. I miss those Southern Conference days. I really do. Not to say that the Conference USA wasn't good to the herd in volleyball. In some ways it was. But now you're in the Sun Belt, reminiscent of those days. And, well, for me anyway, App State, Georgia Southern, those bring back some memories for sure. So uh, we're going to talk to Christian Spears, Athletic Director of Marshall University. We're going to clear the deck for him when we continue. We've got this entire list of things. You don't see I didn't post this. I don't know if anyone shared this list uh, from the media yesterday. I didn't. There are 36 items on this list, and they're not just bullet point items. Uh, they're, some are longer. It's not just a word or two. At least 36 
items, some a little bit more detailed than others. Some speak for, you know, some do all the speaking itself. Like, for example, uh, Caleb Bowen's hiring as a um, cross-country coach. That's one of the items here. Then you've got some other detailed stuff. So it's a, we're going to try to get through all of this when we continue. Christian Spears, Athletic Director, Marshall University. He's my guest on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Thursday, October 20th edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I want to welcome to our program now the Athletic Director of Marshall University, Christian Spears. And uh, this is going to be the easiest show of the week for me because <laughs> you did all my prep work for me. I have to have a handout saved from yesterday, which I came to this thing thinking, okay, man, we're, we're going we're gonna to be here an hour, two hours probably talking about all these things. No, we didn't got the item number two here. Item number two, and we stopped. I, I think there's 38 on the list. 38, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, but uh, those two items were pretty gosh darn important, and I'm glad we got uh, some time to spend with the media and yourself. And and then, you know, introducing Joe Carbone as our special advisor and, and you know, his connection to Coach Cook and what we're going to do with baseball. You know, I've, it felt like we did the right thing yesterday. So thank you for being there. I, I do want to get one thing clarified for baseball, and then we'll get into a lot of the other things. So could you clarify your, your timetable? Because you're looking at having a new coach named by January, but not necessarily taking the job January. Did I understand that right? Yeah, I think just given the fact that we're sort of in the holiday season at that point, uh, I think we can do a search in 10 weeks and – Coach Carbone's got an unbelievable network of baseball coaches, knows every scout in the business, been doing it for 43 years. You know, I have my own network, too, and, and Coach Carbone and I are going to review all the candidates together and, and try to do something uh, magnificent, you know, for our baseball program by finding a great person to lead it. Uh, and I think we can do that in 10 weeks. And But then that person will have to get themselves and their family here, and, and I want to give them the deference to do that. Okay. And then Coach Huff's going to be on this committee that's searching as well. So, you know, automatically some Alabama candidates, I'm sure, are going to be on this thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Coach Huff has been a head coach now for two years with us. And, and you know, him and I have gotten a really nice dialogue going. We start to understand, you know, what this place needs to be successful. And, you know, I just have a lot of confidence in him and his ability to kind of work through the candidate pool with me. And, and let's go get somebody that uh, has all of the qualities that we're looking for in a, in a head coach and, and take Marshall baseball to another level. Christian Spears is with me, Marshall University's Director of Athletics. Okay, I've got the list in front of me. I'm sure you know it by heart. Uh, <laughs> is there anything specific you want to make sure we get to first? You want to go down the line? I mean, how, how do you want to handle this? Because there's so many items here we can dive into. You, you know what? It, some of part of putting that list together was, you know, just for the media and, and the people who cover Marshall to know how much our team in Marshall Athletics has accomplished, Right. Uh, you know, the like I said this, Brad says this all the time. He was the first person to say it to me, and I stole it from him. You know, the most important part of We Are Marshall is we. And our team has really risen to the occasion over the last seven months and done dug in and done some great work. And there are a lot of initiatives that you see on that list. And, and they weren't led by one person. They were led by a team of folks uh, with multiple groups working together. And we've just accomplished a ton. And some of them, you know, 
are making an impact and our student athletes most importantly are benefiting from it and starting to have this unbelievable experience and and feeling more connected to our awesome university so the number three item on the stay of the herd flyer official entrance into the sunbelt conference july 1st first home competitions in men's soccer women's soccer volleyball football plus the creation of a Sunbelt Soccer Super Conference. And you've got WVU, South Carolina, Kentucky in this thing as well. And Marshall already has seen how competitive the Sunbelt is in soccer. This is Marshall's premier sport right now, the one with the the most recent national championship. And we see how tough this league really is. Yeah, this league is real. Across the board, it's real. Uh, Top to bottom, every school on any day, anyone can beat anyone in this league. you got to come prepared and ready to play. And, you know, there is something special about joining a new league and playing a conference opponent for the very first time at home. So we tried to make that kind of a big deal each and every time we did it uh, with some social media graphics and and just kind of telling the story of this is the first time Marshall's been in the league and, and welcome to Huntington. And this is what our fans are like and this is who we are. And we're going to be gracious and, and welcome you here, but uh, we're hoping you're going to leave. Um, with a, with a result that you don't like, uh, but with a community that respects you. And I think it's been a lot of fun to do it. Yeah, and you still have more sports to go. Basketball is starting to gear up. The conference media days uh, just happening with women's and men's basketball. And uh, I haven't had a chance really to hear from the men's side, but talking to Tony Kemper, Sunbelt first rate. Uh, thumbs up to everything oh, and yeah. how they handle everything. Oh, yeah. You know, I talked to Danny and Tony today about the experience uh, didn't get a chance to talk to both the student athletes yet, but I will. Uh, but they raved about it, right? This league um, is different. You know, they they prioritize everything. And Keith Gill is an exceptional leader. And hosting the Sunbelt Media Days in New Orleans, giving it the space, uh, you know, to kind of flourish. You know, we only have two teams in the in the net 100 right now. And, you know, and, and um, you know, Marshall is the second best team right now in the net. And, you know, last year we were, at one point, we were as high as 85, you know, when I talked to, the, when I talked to Danny about it, right? I mean, let's get into the 60s and, and let's start uh, making a splash in that league on the hoop side. Uh, so I'm excited for, for our men and women to join that league and let's get after it. Number four on your list here. And, you know, we'll, we'll go over everything. Hopefully we'll try to get it all in. But uh, the creation of the Thunder Trust, name, image, and likeness, that's something we talk about all the time on this show. Yeah. You know, that and the transfer portal, probably the two biggest things uh, in addition to what happens on the uh, on the field of play or in the arena. How important is the Thunder Trust to the future of Marshall Athletics? You know, critical. This is the new game, right? And our Thunder Trust, our name, image, likeness collective that we've branded the Thunder Trust, led by Tyler Hutchinson, a local, um, you know, Huntingtonian, uh, with a Yale degree, uh, you know, just an incredibly bright individual, uh, partnered with a great board, uh, got some seed money from some great donors, and it's giving us a chance to retain our best and brightest. I, I don't see this as a recruitment initiative. I see this as a retention initiative. So unfortunately, our new process is going to be how do we keep our best and brightest here in Huntington, and, and we're going to have to be creative to do that. The Thunder Trust is going to help us. And so a lot of it's going to be meals and housing and cars, right, rather than than $100,000 contracts like some of the other counterparts out there are doing. 
and in return, our kids are going to do service. And you're seeing it happen uh, already. They're out in the community doing more things than I think they've done before. And sure, they might get, uh, you know, a, a car stipend out of it, or they might get uh, an apartment stipend out of it. Uh, but our community is getting some great service from some great kids. The NCAA, I believe, is going to offer some clarification or at least a little bit more direction. You know, will that direction then come from you to the Thunder Trust? How will how will all of that work so everything is, you know, the way it's supposed to be and, and serves the purpose of the true purpose of name, image, and likeness? Yeah, we're always going to stay on top of the educational piece. Honestly, like, I'll be surprised if the NCA deviates from what we've set up. I, I honestly believe we're running a model right now and the model that I think can work and the model that's the right way to handle it. And we'll see if the NCAA agrees with us as they put together their package to the Transformation Committee. Uh, but I do believe that we're doing it the right way. And, and hopefully other people will see it, see that as well. Um, so we'll educate and congratulate is my, is my hope because uh, I think the Thunder, Thunder Trust did it right. Number five on your list. Um, and I'm surprised no one really wanted to talk about this uh, yesterday. Three school negotiation to secure a football game in 2023 at NC State. Not you, you had to work with two other yeah. athletic departments, not just one. You had to go back and forth, I'm sure, and you know, it was a three-way conversation. It's hard enough to get maybe two institutions to work together, but to get the three, right? that's amazing. Yeah, conference realignment rearing its head, right? And Cincinnati can't go to NC State on October, I think it was 6, because in the Big 12, you got to play all your games non-conference in the first four weeks of the season. So... They had to buy that game out. Navy drops us uh, in July, very late in the game, on a home game that's supposed to be played in Huntington at the first of the year, our first home game. But because they're going to Ireland, they don't want to play the Thundering Herd on five days rest coming back from Ireland, so they bought us out. And we ended up in a situation with no game at the worst time of the year to try to find a home game. Um, where, where people could have taken advantage of the thundering herd. But instead, we found a way to, to generate $1.25 million, save four hundred grand on not having to pay Navy to come play us, and get our fans to a great trip at NC State. Uh, and it feels like we, uh, we had a win-win-win there. So uh, excited to go there in Raleigh. And, you know, let's have some magic uh, in Raleigh happen too, just like we did in uh, in. Uh, South Bend. That leads lead me to uh, another point that um, was on this uh, state of the herd uh, list. Football and men's soccer beating two top ten teams in an eight-day span. as the first time that has happened uh, historically for, for Marshall University. Different programs each beating teams that are ranked uh, in the same season. That's amazing, but I'm sure you want to get to the point where that's not amazing. That's yeah. expected. That's right. that's what we do. Right. It's kind of shocking that Marshall, with all of its storied history, had never done that before. But, you know, uh, Pitt comes in in soccer. We knock them off, number two ranked team in the country. Then we go into South Bend and, and beat a darn good Notre Dame team. And, and we saw a glimpse of what football is going to be able to accomplish under Coach Huff's leadership, right? It, we don't have everything in place yet. Right. Him and I are six and a half months into this thing together. Our program and our systems and the way we're going to go about supporting our student-athletes, it's in its infancy. But you saw a glimpse of what's going to happen with this program and how it's going to go. Uh, and then Chris Grassy just does what Chris Grassy does. Right, He's got this unbelievable program with these 
uh, technical and tactical skills that he deploys and you watch him and wa- managing games and, and you go and you see us beat a, just a darn good pit team that went to the college cup um, and you know won handily right and so future is so bright for us and the continuation of our best and brightest programs uh, will happen with all that success um, early on and you still don't have all the systems and everything that you're talking about in place um, how hard is it to try to ma- maintain that momentum when you see so much success early on yeah. and then you're ex- you get to the point now where people are expecting you oh, yeah. to, to do it again and again and again, and you're maybe not at that point yet with the program where, okay, we want that expectation also, but we can't deliver that every week. Uh, you know, how hard is that just to, just to manage expectations while this journey is happening? Yeah, imagine being a part of a community that was apathetic, right? Who wants that? Nobody. Nobody, right? So you dig in, Huntington. You call us out. You you keep spitting. You keep having a little venom. We're going to make you proud one day. Uh, If it's not now, it's going to be in the future. You hang in there with us. We're going to hang in there with you forever, right? So go ahead. Say it out loud. Be critical. We're going to get better. We're going to get better. I would much rather have a community that expects us to win than a community that doesn't care, right? So get after us, uh, but I promise you it's coming, and when it does, uh, you better be there with us. You better be on that bandwagon, right, uh, because we listen to you the whole time, right, and, and appreciated it along the way. Some of the things you are getting in place, uh, trying to um, reorganize the athletic department. You've got uh, an executive committee that was creative. Uh, you've expanded staff. You have – you know, done some different promotions as well. You're making sure that uh, you're looking at a, a wider array of candidates. Um, what are you doing that is happening in the background we're not seeing? You know, can you expand on that? Yeah, you know, how do you grow the great people that you currently have on your staff, right? And so much of what we're doing uh, is about uh, giving people an opportunity to rise to the occasion. Right. So I, I'm somebody who loves to give a project or an initiative to someone who maybe not hasn't had the opportunity to lead something in the past. And then I just have this firm belief that when you do that, that person relishes it and they rise to the occasion and they do more than you expected them to do. And it proves it proves me, uh, I'll, it, you know, I'm proven right quite often on this. Right. If you have that kind of philosophy and that belief and that assumption of positive intent and the people you work with, man, they do it for you. They do. And you can see by that list how many things have gotten done. So one of my favorite things, it's called Next Up. We, uh, we put 15 of our current staff members into a group, and that group um, has a monthly speaker that comes and talks to them about leadership, about how to you know get something from point A to point B, about their journey, about why it's important uh, to support student athletes and do what you do in an athletic department. And those 15 individuals uh, will have a year long uh, to listen to some of the best and brightest people that we know out there in the space. Brad is going to be a part of that with me and is excited about it. And he himself will identify some great speakers that he knows are coming into Huntington. Hey, Christian, this might be a good person to put your next up group in front of. Uh, and then we'll do this every year. You know, we'll pick, you know, 10 to 15 of our rising talent, our best and brightest. And, and then I hope to promote them, right? And we've already had our first promotion, right? We've only done this. We've only had two meetings with our Next Up team. And Ryan Crisp was recently re- uh, promoted to our associate athletic director. 
uh, for tickets, annual fun, and fan engagement. And, you know, Cole Woodrum took a job at Marshall Health, a great opportunity for him and his family. Just so excited for him. And he's staying in our family in terms of the Marshall family. And Marshall Health is getting a rock star. Uh, and it gave us a chance to give Ryan a great promotion, uh, a nice salary increase, and some more responsibilities. And he's on our next up team. And we identified him as someone that would be ready when an opportunity came up. Uh, and there you go. And it's already working. We've got to take our first commercial break with our conversation. Christian Spears, uh, the athletic director of Marshall University. Uh, we've got a lot more to get into. We're going to go through everything we possibly can when we continue with this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Thursday, October 20th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Joining me in studio, Marshall University's Director of Athletics, Christian Spears, and uh, I appreciate him coming by and spending a few minutes with us because we got so much to get into here today. And uh, I don't know how you, you carve the time out for me because I know your phone blows up every time you're in here. I don't know how you <laughs> yeah. carve the time out. Yeah. Well, you know, you know what I really need over here? I think I need my own parking spot, we like Mike Kurtner has. We you can know? do that. I think I parked in his spot today. You think that'll be okay? I think he would be okay with that. Okay, good. Me too. Yeah, I, I think so. You know what? Do we really care? <laughs> I think we do. Do don't, we care? We, well, you probably don't. You know he's on my champion's advisory board, right. so I have to— You can tell him what to do, right? Or well, does he tell you what to do? He I does. It's advice and counsel, so he gets to give that. I— uh... I got so many comments about that. Yeah, we'll leave, we will leave that one alone. We'll leave that alone. You, you can have here. that well, after after we have a drink later. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah. we'll talk about that off air. Whole bunch of things that uh, we were wanted to get into yesterday, but we were so fixated on baseball. Yeah, I mean it's happening. There's dirt moving. There is. There's a there's a a blueprint. It's coming. It's coming. Okay. Yep. Nothing's stopping us now. Okay, so that's happening. Yep. And there's some other things that are happening as well. Uh, I went into Gullickson a couple weeks ago. I was talking to Coach Kemper. I was talking to him. And he's like, have you seen this yet? No, Coach, I haven't. So we took a little trip down to Gullickson and saw some of the uh, the new things that are happening in there. And I'm sure it's even gotten better since I was in there the uh, last few weeks. Uh, it's going to be a brand-new practice facility because – that's something that this team really needs, both the men and women. More rims. Who would have thought more rims would have been really right. important to right. a basketball team? Yeah, Coach Sutherland and I went up today and met the guys redoing the floor. You know, that floor, believe it or not, had never had a sand. Wow. Right? And so, I mean, we're talking 50, 60 years, brother, right? And that's a long time. Uh, so we, uh, we took it down to the studs, uh, brought it back to life. Uh, had to replace some boards underneath there. You can't find that kind of wood. The the trees don't get cut the same way they did 60 years ago as they do today. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna write that and make it look uh, like it always should have. And it's gonna be a beautiful practice facility, right? That space has great bones. It does. It just needed to kind of get a lift, and we gave it that. A uh, huge shout out to the Skaggs family uh, for, you know, Neil and, and Joanne Court is going to be a, a special tribute to that family and Wyatt and his family kind of took it on and, and are helping us make it look just tremendous. Um, new rims, you know, uh, new paint, new floors, uh, yeah, new ceiling fans. You know, they're helping a little bit on the air conditioning process that I'm working on and uh, a pathway project. As you walk into that venue on the way to the to the Skaggs family practice facility, it should look 
like an athletic department facility, and they're helping us make sure even the hallways look right. Uh, so this thing is going to be spectacular, and it's going to give our, our student-athletes a home uh, that they can feel good about every day and, and enter with some pride. I was going to ask you about this, the rest of Gullickson, because when you walk downstairs, you see the doorway that I don't know how you get up to. You have to have a yeah. ladder to get to. I don't know where that door leads yeah. you. Oh, yeah. You know, it just doesn't look like – I mean, it looks like it's an old building. It does. It has not been touched in you know, forever. So, yeah. you know – the grand scheme here, you're, you're going to try to transform all of that to really make it look like a, a, a modern facility, you know, and, of course, you know, accentuate what you have with Gullickson. Yeah, we got a lot more work to do yet, right? Uh, but the building has some charm. It really does. And, uh, you know, there's people that are endeared to it. So let's make it right uh, for our kids, uh, as modern as we can. I still got some ideas on, you know, the paneling system that's on the outside, the facade. I'd love to make that green or lit and light it up and make it look green so as you're driving by you know hey that's that's a unique facility over there it does have some shape some interesting shape to it right let's expose that interesting shape that it has and give it some love and some life Uh, and when we do that we're going to have ball programs and volleyball teams that we can be really proud of right and most importantly that they take pride in practicing in competing in and that our fans enjoy coming to Uh, we're close it's a it was long overdue, and I'm, I'm thrilled that our team gets to uh, attack it and make it right. Speaking of volleyball, this leads into some other things that are going on. Of course, you got the new uh, TerraFlex floor. Yeah, floor. I'm going to talk to Ari Agnes. I said, okay, really, what's you know what's so special about this? You know, just to kind of see what she'd say. And she's like, this this is this means that the program's invested. She was yeah. Oh, yeah. she was all into it here. And yeah. these aren't the other thing. These aren't the only things that are going on. You're doing a lot more. You know that maybe we're not seeing just yet, and some of the things we are seeing to to really make the facility you know top notch the best you can. Yeah, no, the floors matter, right? The surfaces that you play on, especially if it's the same surface that's utilized in a championship experience. I want our kids playing on that kind of surface all year long. So when we get to a championship, we know exactly what the bounce is going to look like, how it's going to be, how we're going to react to it. And there's some, you know, honestly, there's some health and safety to there. Uh, the Terraflex has got a little give, and it's a whole heck of a lot uh, easier to land on Terraflex than it is to land on a hardwood floor. You put those two things together, and, and suddenly you're feeling pretty good about yourself, and, and you go a little harder, and, and you do a little bit more. And, and most importantly, you're in the hunt uh, to try to get something done. And it does show that you care. And, you know, people will work harder for you when they know you care about them. New floor, of course. Everyone talks about the new floor for the for basketball, the new look, the color scheme. You know, kids really like it. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm sure Tavion's excited about oh, yeah. that as well, along with everyone. But those are the things that we do see. What are the things that we're not seeing that will be happening or that you're working on? Because, you know, I look at the Henderson Center. Yeah, it has charm. You know, it's it's been transformed a few times. It's it's a unique venue. And I look up and I see things like, okay, there hasn't been up there anyone up there cleaning dust in 20 years uh, right. in certain spots. So, you know, I know that's probably high on your list as well. But what are the other things that are maybe happening behind the scenes that, you know, we should be excited about that are, are needed? Yeah, you know, one of the behind the scenes things that you're going to love, or, or maybe not, because I've already been told by certain members of the media, what the heck, Christian? I uh, know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I, we are moving the media. Uh, from the location that they were previously in. We're giving them their own little box upstairs, right? I'll put some tables up there so they can write their stories. They'll have an overview so they can see the floor and the entire game. They'll have a special seating section. 
And then Danny and the athlete that we choose at the end of the game will come upstairs and have their, their experience with the media and their conversation. And then right down the hall, there's a dedicated concession area that's just going to be for the media and the suite holders that are up there. Uh, so that'll be nice to actually like you know give you guys a hot dog right while you're while you're doing your work. Uh, so those things kind of behind the season, and what that allows us to do is it ex- allows us to expand the student section and move the band and give a little bit more uh, pomp and circumstance to the students that represent Marshall uh, directly behind the basket. And you know I'll I'll take the criticism for that decision from our friends in the media. I understand it, uh, but at the end of the day, I hope our media will support. The environment we're trying to create in our basketball arena uh, that involves our students some other items that are, are happening around the facilities uh, advertising boards how who knew coach coach was talking about this like hey you know we have advertising boards around on the pitch now and, yeah. and that makes it better and i'm sitting here thinking wait, wait coach it's it's advertising right yeah you know Apparently, that's a big deal in, in the world of soccer. They love advertising. Well, when you think about the international game, they all have the digital boards that mm-hmm. are constantly rotating in ads. And, you know, I think the ball gets back into play a little quicker, too. They kick it out of bounds. It bounces off the board and it's back on the field pretty quick. Uh, so, you know, those those 8- to 10-year-olds we have chasing after the soccer balls when they go off the field, it's a whole heck of a lot easier to get them back in play, um, you know, uh, a benefit of all of it. Uh, but it's nice for the community to be able to see the people who support our soccer program and you know we love uh, how it makes that field look it kind of makes it a little tighter a little smaller kind of brings it on top of you and and when you sell out your soccer venue like we do often uh, get ready to come to Huntington it's hard to win here this is sort of in line with this as well Uh, I didn't know that so many people could get excited about uh, truck wraps and other wraps around the stadium or wraps around a truck yeah. Uh, you you knew that obviously that's why you did it. People well, would get excited. You know why why is it okay for the other you know 131 Division One football playing institutions to have you know an unbelievable tractor trailer 51 foot wrapped vehicle, t- two buses wrapped ready to go rolling down the road. It's also an advertisement for Marshall. Man, this place is special. Our color schemes are awesome. Our logos are unique. We are Marshall is something that all of us know. Right? Why wouldn't we want that rolling down the highway in a meaningful way, um, making us look great along the way? And, you know, it never hurts when you get two brand-new buses that are dedicated to you from a from a great group that we partnered with. And, you know, it didn't cost us anything, right, because they wanted our business and they wanted us to be a part of their program and, and travel uh, to the locations throughout the Sun Belt. And when we do, we're going to arrive in class in style and – and I think it makes our kids feel better about their experience. I do. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'm thrilled that we got, uh, we've arrived, um, you know, looking uh, when we when we visit our Sunbelt friends. Yeah, because you look good, you feel good. It, it It's so true, and especially true for an 18-year-old. They, they really value appearance, right? So let's give them a great one. Christian Spears is with us, Athletic Director of Marshall University. Uh, we have a few more things that we're going to go over. I'm going to hit him with something he doesn't know about when we continue with this mm, edition love it. Uh, yep, of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. It's our final segment of this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Marshall University Athletic Director Christian Spears is with us. And we've been talking about a lot of things that um, 
we wanted to talk about yesterday, but we were so fixated on baseball. It just shows you how passionate the media is about baseball. Uh, yeah. There are so many things that are happening uh, with the Thundering Herd. And you know, the one thing that I haven't heard too much about, and I know you've got a plan, is tennis, swimming, some of these other programs. Yeah, I, I have these conversations with John Mercer all the time. I'm like, hey, John, you know, one, your, your, your team's – they're terrible. The Pittsburgh teams you follow are terrible. And two, hey, when are we going to get you a new home court? Uh, you know, yeah. you can um, you can call home here. And um, so when are we getting a when are we get a new tennis court here? I mean, you got you got everything covered so far. Yeah. I haven't heard your your idea on tennis yet. Yeah, don't you love that when you have a really good relationship with them with people, you can make fun of their teams. And I do all the time. Yeah, yeah. I know you do. I know you do. And he's probably so good natured about it. Uh, and you know, yes, he's deeply connected to that Pittsburgh community. Still works at a at a club out there, teaching lessons and trying to develop the game in a, in a region. Uh, and you know what? That's what we're going to ask him to do here in, in Huntington. And the, some of the things that we're looking at are are a bit radical. You know, there are different ideas on how we can accomplish some of the goals that we have for Marshall Athletics. You know, I want to expand our brand into this region. And you know, there's this great community right up the road, Barbersville. Uh, with a very progressive, forward-thinking mayor, Chris Tatum. And maybe there's a way that we could look at building a new tennis complex out there uh, with their support. And, you know, Marshall helps grow the game and teaches camps and clinics. And they have a great tenant in our Marshall University women's tennis program. They're already out there practicing in a facility that's, you know, decades old that really needs some new life. And if, if that's going to be our home, why not invest in that and let us reinvest in your community? And I think a mayor like Chris might take us up on that and really think uh, long and hard about does it make sense for their community? And we have the kind of coach that knows how to grow youth tennis because he's of experience doing it. Uh, both him and his wife were exceptionally good at growing the sport. And Marshall would benefit from it uh, with a new facility and, and an opportunity uh, to win in the Sun Belt. Kirsten Spears with me, athletic director, of Marshall University. I, I wasn't going to hit you with anything terrible. Just, yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's like master plan stuff. That's good for you for like digging into the minutia yeah. and finding a little nugget because because it's in there. It's in our ten year master plan. Uh, you know that Marshall did. You know honestly, it was started by the previous administration, and you know I picked up on it and. You know, good for you, Paul. <laughs> Tennis, I'm fond of John Mercer, and that's the great thing about a lot of the coaches here. Uh, yeah, I'm. I have great relationships with a lot of them. So you do. It's uh, it's it's always good to see you know yeah. where their sports going. It's also fun to see what you're doing for the students. You know, I mean, do we really want to talk about a herd country, the official beer Marshall Athletics, or we want to talk about some of the other things here? Oh, I mean, herd gosh. country. Yeah. You know what? Again. When you give a young person a chance to rise to the occasion and relish an opportunity, Tyler Ferris just took that head on, right? Christian, come with me down to meet with this owner of this brewery in Kentucky. Christian, I think we should have our own labeled beer. Christian, I think we know how to do this. Let me take the lead on it. And then the kid just did it, right? So a lot of respect for the Big Green and our team in there. Um, the owner of Country Boy, DH, and coming through for us. Man, homecoming is just around the corner. We have a beer. <laughs> Herd Country uh, by Country Boy Brewing with proceeds benefiting scholarships for Marshall students. What a win-win, right? So, And it's the, it's the lightest of the beers, Paul. It has the least amount of alcohol, and it, and it tastes the smoothest, right? So maybe we did something good there, and I hope we did. 
uh, but it sure is going to be a lot of fun for our fans. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to forward a proposal. I'm going to, you know, you're a captive audience, so you have to listen. For some people, maybe don't drink beer. Yep. But thrive on caffeine. Oh yeah. You might know a person or two that yeah. thrives on caffeine. Yeah. You That's might, that you're looking right at one. Right. Three or four a day. Yeah. Right. Where's my herd energy drink? Oh my gosh, you're now don't give me some ideas, man. Herd energy drink. I mean, I was gonna either go with like a herd you know, soda or a herd energy drink, and I'm thinking herd energy drink. But yeah, no, I'm a big, big fan of sparkling water, right? And okay. now they're starting to put caffeine in sparkling water. I'm down for that. Yeah. So I'm I, you know, I'm in. Like if you can find a local company that's willing to partner with us, okay. you put him in front of Tyler. I'll, t- I'll turn this over to Tyler because I okay, know put I Tyler know, in charge of then get him get me involved. Yeah. I know he'll execute this. I need that. I need yeah. energy drink, you know, yeah. every Will day. he be as motivated by sparkling water with caffeine as he was by an official beer? Let's let's find out. Let's test let's Tyler. Find out. It, yeah. And it doesn't have to be water. It could be in water and it could be uh, like sort of like a monster energy drink. It but, could. It could. You know, Marco energy drink or um Hey, you guys, you have yeah, more. Let, let us that. stay to the names, Paul. Stay in your lane, brother. <laughs> Marshall Athletic Director Christian Spear. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm workshopping this right now. Uh, speaking of name changes here, um, I mean, what are you doing naming the uh, the athletic uh, student club the Stampede? What are you doing here? You know, that was a Ryan Crisp initiative, again, coming folks out of our big green, one of the reasons why we promoted. I don't know if it's actually taken hold yet with our students. I kind of think some of our students like the Marshall Maniacs. That's been my feedback for Ryan. So, But this year, they are called the Stampede. We do have a special interest entrance for them. And most importantly, they came on as student donors, right? Part of their entry into that process was a donation. And you know, uh, I want our students to understand that giving back feels pretty good. And I hope they do that their whole entire lives. And it doesn't have to be given back to the experience of our student athletes and our university. It could be given back just generally learning and knowing that that process is important. So let's start them as young as we can. And the student stampede is that vehicle for us. Uh, but it, it may be rebranded. I don't know. I, I still don't know if it has taken hold amongst our students on campus. Well, we're going to find out. Because we are. We're going to push it a little bit more. And um, you've got a couple other initiatives that maybe maybe are, uh, need a little bit more attention. Yeah. Uh, you just did a Pride Night at Volleyball. Uh, you've got uh, Heard is Home. That's still been going on. I've been seeing the signs everywhere. Oh, yeah. And I see people abroad saying, hey, how can I get that? So I'm sure you want to expand that here in yeah. the future as well. Uh, is there anything that you know, maybe we need to hit on real quick that we didn't? Because you, you have a long list here. I mean, I like it when you, you bring my show prep to me. Yeah, no, I probably should have figured out a way to package This Home is Heard into mailable kind of opportunities for folks. Uh, you know, year two of that, we might do that. The great thing about our team at Marshall Athletics is immediately after we do something, we, we have a little bit of a feedback loop on how we could have done it better. Right. So we just had this great event, Hoops in Huntington, downtown. I thought that was a lot of fun for the community. Oh, it was great. It was, uh, it was fantastic to see that that court downtown. I'm glad you re- reminded me of that because it was, you know, a unique venue yeah. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, the students had a great time. The little kids sitting in the crowd uh, playing knockout before on the court. I mean, great smiles and great energy. Uh, you know, and our team reflected on the things that we could have done better, right, instead of focusing on, you know, what was a pretty spectacular event. So it was so encouraging, right? Here I just wanted to praise them all for all the work they put in because that was a heavy lift. 
and then they wanted to talk about how we could make it better. So gosh darn, we are, we're uh, we're in a good position at Martial Arts. Had the pyro, the lasers, yeah, you know, the, the, the smoke. Video board. Yeah. yeah, I mean, right. it was like a WWE event. It it really kind of was. It had that kind of um, you know, I've got I've gotten some relationships with some of our good friends on the board of governors, and one in particular. Hey Christian, let's make things a spectacle, man. It was a spectacle out there, Paul. Right? Um, to bring in and draw in this community, and it did that. Christian Spears, athletic director of Marshall University. Good to talk to you. Herd Thunder. Let's call the energy drink Herd Thunder. Oh my gosh, you're still thinking of names. You know that could work though, really. Herd you... Thunder. Workshop that. Herd Thunder. Herd right. Thunder. Yeah, got you. All right, let okay. me think about it. All right, he, he, he's going to think about it, then he's going to send me a reason why later that it's not going to work. That's going to do it for this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. WTTU7BS Huntington, your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.